Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Chaf Ches in Maseches Nadar. Maybe we have the Koach to finish this Masechta and all of Shas and go beyond. Okay, so let's start with the mission on the bottom of Chaf Zayin of a Beis, shall we? Nodrin, Lahargin, Lcharamim, Lmochsin. Mochsin, who are these people? So you might recall this parak is called Arba Nadarim. Arba Nadarim, and it outlines the four types of nadarim that are disingenuous. When a person says a neder, uh, attaches a neder to a statement of either ziruz, of either ziruzin, havai, shugagos, and onsin, which is to say, either you're saying it because you're trying to motivate somebody, or you're exaggerating, or you're saying something unwittingly that's not true, or onsin, you're making a nether and you're attaching it to a statement that you're saying about something that's outside of your control. And that was the first Mishnah in the parak. And then subsequent to that, the Mishnayas outlined what each one of these categories were. Right? So that's what Arba Nadarim is about. So now this Mishnah discusses what if you attach a nether to somebody who is intimidating you physically. You might, you're trying to stay safe, right? To keep yourself safe. And so let's say somebody wants money from you. I just came, uh, so yesterday's daf happened to have been um, all, all about the gambling, the asmachtas that go on with the, with the onsen. And so it was a daf yomi coincidence because I just came back from the uh, Invisalign conference in Vegas, the summit. It happens once every two years. It was quite an excellent conference as it happens to be. But uh, that's a weird town. I'd never been there. And so that was yesterday's death. Today, however, now all the people that had been at the casinos and now are being chased by their loan sharks have to make promises and say things that they don't mean. And in order to right, try to support their claims, I'll get you the money tomorrow, Charlie, they're trying to say, I am making a nether by so-and-so that I have the money, right? And, and they're trying to impress upon them on their loan sharks that they do have the money by making a net there and by doing so, saving their skin. And so that is the topic here of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says like this. And by the way, there's a machlokas Rishonim. We don't have to get into it about whether this is a separate category or is this really more examples of own sin, right? Because it is after all. I mean, okay. We don't have to get into the lumpus, but is... is, is uh, being under duress the same as having something beyond your control, like being sick, or is it not? So the Rambam says it is, so we're going to say that it is. This is considered like a onus. Okay, so nodrin laharagin laharamin lamochsin. The most notable, uh, I, I guess I should add that the most notable um, uh, source that's not like the Rambam will be the Shulchan Aruch, because the Shulchan Aruch does quote all of our parak. Uh, and and seems to have this as a separate category, and there's some some discrepancy therein as to whether it would be an onus. Because after all, the nadarim that we talked about in the four categories, you don't have to undo those nadarim. But anyways, you don't have to do undo these either, as we'll see in the Mishnah. So no doing the haragin the harem the note from the Ran The note from the Ran on twenty one. Uh, yes. Well, that's, that, yes. Okay, so Barry wants me to point out the article note from the Ron on 21, so we're going to get right to it, as follows. Uh, 
you dec- because what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, you can make a nether to murderers, okay? So you have some people will kill you for the money or to muggers, right? Haramim, they're going to mug you for the money and to tax collectors, okay? Tax collectors, what's the nether? You make a nether, shahit truma. Right, what does that mean? It means the follows. This is what the note of 21 says that Barry is noting. You have, these are from loan sharks, okay? You have from guys who are coming after you, right? And the only way that you could save yourself is by saying, you don't want this money, it's truma. And you, I swear it's truma. Oh, well, I, once you make a formula, formula of a nether saying that it's truma. Well, once they know it's truma, they're going to leave you alone. Wow. They say, I see your money right here. Say, no, 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 no. This money is truma. You don't want it. And that is effective, right? The reason you're making this nether is because you're trying to save your skin and it's effective. So what the Ron is explaining, right, is you're talking about from robbers who are willing to kill you if they have to or beat you up, but they won't do it unless, if they think that, they're not gonna get, that you're not holding real money if you're holding truma. So they're very from killers. It's a perfect example of sometimes warped uh, values, right? That you can imagine such things where a person we saw in Masechus Yuma, I think Rabari Libra, it's a great, uh, Dafyomi Master mentions it, the case in Yuma where the father saw that his son was, was shechted basically and was dying on the floor and he said, get him out of here before this whole place becomes Tmei Mace. That was his main concern. Different scenarios in life where the values become um, warped. May we be zochet to prioritize our values in the right way. We learned from these week's parshios with uh, with the avos and imahos that chesed uh, is first and most primary, and uh, and that these these issues of truma, while very important, uh, certainly this is not the right uh, supposed to reflect the proper priorities. And so the Ron points out this is not the right priority. You don't kill somebody, uh, but still get worried about truma, that's a sign of warped priorities. And we see, we see also in, in, in uh, Naziris and Nadarim itself, right, we talked about whether Nadarim can, in context, either be, you know, a very good thing, or sometimes in Nadarim context is a sign of some sort of warped priorities. So, anyways, okay, so now, okay, now we're going to dig in. So, you have the murderers and the muggers are coming after you. And the Mishnah says, Afapisha ain't no truma, right? So you're swearing that's truma, but you're not, that's not true, right? It really was not truma, it's chulin, but you're lying. Okay. So the fact is, you made a nether over something that was a lie in order to save your skin. Or shehein shall base on melech. Or you lied, not that it's truma, but it belongs to the royal treasury. Afapisha ain't shall base on melech. So you lied. Now, right, if you swore that it was, if you made some sort of nether and it was truma, would it work? Well, that, that's interesting, right? That, 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 that would be interesting. In other words, the fact that you're lying is what makes it nonsensical. Or is it the fact that you're scared? So let's see. There's a machlokas now between Beit and Beit And the Mishnah says as follows. Beit Omrim Bakal Nodrin. That you can make all types of nadarim, right? And you're bolstering, right, what your lie but that's only true of Nadarm, but not a Shavuah. And we've seen this distinction between Nedar and a Shavuah. The Shavuah, right, has the element of Loi right, because you're using the, sh- the name Shem Hashem, 
and it's more right serious, and therefore Bichama is going to say, make a ned there to the loan shark and the mugger, but do not make a shvua. If you make a shvua, right, that's more severe, and they're not going to let you uh, use that backup at, under duress. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. In other words, even if you do, I guess that would mean that even if you do it under duress, you would be obligated. Wait a minute. Yeah, you'd be obligated to whatever nether you took to attach to it. Um, right? Because even though we're not going to make you get out of the nether, right? Because the nether is going to be considered inconsequential and we're going to say that you didn't really mean it. By shvua, we're going to say that you did mean it. In contrast, to Basil, I mean, after Shvua, Basil said, no, even with a Shvua, you could say that it's false, right? In other words, you could swear and you can make not only nether, but a Shvua, right? But you're still doing it under duress, right? And therefore, you're, you're not going, right, to have to undo it. You know, you're not going to have to undo a false Shvua, just like you wouldn't have to undo a false nether, okay? Um, Fine. So now, another machlokas, another couple of machlokas, Becham 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 all along the same lines, right? If we'd set it outside in, in, uh, in large terms, we would say the, the following. In, in grander terms, it would be that Becham basically says anything that comes out of your mouth when you're being mugged, right, is we are going to allow you for it to be not to be taken seriously. And we're going to allow that to, right, to be, to, you're not going to have to go undo that netter. You're not going to have to do anything. It's going to be just to save your skin. And we can understand why you would say that. In other words, why would it matter whether you're doing netter or shvua or you're volunteering information? You're just doing whatever you can to get out of this particular situation. Whereas Beit Shammai is going to say, wait a minute. It almost reminds me of when you do pikuach nefesh on Shabbos in a different context. If you're a doctor... Right, you perform pikuach nefesh. Do you have to do the writing? Do you have to write your notes with a shinui? Right? Do you have to be careful and still mindful of every detail, you know, to keep Hilchas Shabbos, as opposed to right, actually saying the whole thing is is hutra, right? Just do whatever you need to do, right? Take the scenic route with the ambulance and do whatever you need to do in order to accomplish pikuach nefesh, because after all, it's a it's a circumstance of pikuach nefesh, and it's not the time to start thinking about such distinctions. So the first distinction between Shvua and Neder. Bechami says the distinction, Bechami says not. The next case, Bechami omrim lo yiftachlo b'neder, Bechami omrim af yiftachlo. Yiftachlo means you're volunteering the information, right? In other words, uh, the, the, if, if, if the loan shark said swear, so then you, you know, Bechami would agree that you have to swear. But why are you swearing? So Bechami says maybe you shouldn't volunteer it. Bechami says no, you're trying to save your skin. You can even volunteer it. And be, furthermore, which is the following. Bechamai follows up and he says like this. The loan shark, right, asks you for the money uh, and, you, and he says, and you, and you say, well, this money isn't, uh, it's truma or this money isn't my money or, or whatever you have to say. And he, and then he says, you have to swear that Certain things will be forbidden to you, right? If it's, let's say, not truma, right? You say, this is truma, and, and then the loan shark says, you swear to me that it's truma. And then you say, 
swear that your children will be forbidden to you if it's not shrimp or whatever it is. So you, you do so. So Bechame says, if that's what the loan shark asks you to say, and so that is your response out of fear, right? You acquiesce to his nether out of fear. So then we're going to say that that's okay. But you can't volunteer it. You can't do a shvuah. And you can't add, right? Say, let's say he says, swear on the, on the life of your children. You can't just say, I swear on the life of my children and my grandchildren and my wife. All of a sudden you're adding more family members into the, into the shvuah or into the nether as it were. So why would you be allowed to do that? Bechavah says, just say what the loan shark asked you to say. Don't, don't start adding things. If you add those things, then those nadarm are actually going to take effect, according to Bechavah. Whereas the Basila says, madiro. Right? Even if he adds extra people, extra stuff, he'll be held, he, he won't be held accountable, right? Because he's saying all of it out of fear and he's trying to emphasize, right? He's, it's, it's like an exaggeration, almost going back to the Guzma, right? He's exaggerating to emphasize the fact that, uh, this true, this money is not available and he's just trying to do it all, right? Without intent. And don't forget, Barry. I mean, after all, the Basilla resonates here, right? Because isn't all of what we were trying to figure out before when we were talking about Kinuyim and we were talking about different types of Nadarm, we were trying to figure out what the intent of the person was. So it's just this blanket sort of thing where Basil is saying, if it's clear that everything you said was under duress, so then why should any of it right, count, even if you volunteered it, or even if it was Velash and Shavua, or even if it was added, fine. And then the Gemara is going to actually spell out, the Mishnah rather is actually going to spell out the case. Ketzad, Amar lo, Emar konam ishti nehenesli, right? The, the bandit, or the loan shark says, yeah, say a konam, or again, this is a very, this is a lumdish loan shark, right? These, uh, this, these robbers really spend time in yeshiva. They say a konam, right? Make a nether that my wife will no longer be able to have enough for me if the produce is not truma. The Omar, Konim Ishtu of Nainetni, he says, I swear on my wife and my children, right? So then Bechama Omrim Ishtu Muteras of Anavasurim. So Bechama say, yeah, it didn't take as far as his wife, because that's what the loan shark asked for. But his children, as we discussed, they're not, they're going to be Usser, since that he volunteered, right? That piece of information. Basil says the whole thing gets thrown out, right? So um, these Shvuas, whatever Shvuah he made, According to Beit it would take. According to Beit would not take. Fine. So now the Gemara asks, very famously, how can we allow... Now, what were the three categories? We had a killer. That's severe, obviously. Then we had a loan shark that he's not going to kill you because he still wants you to give him the money. And he's not sure if this is true or not. So he wants to make sure that you're alive to give him the money. And then we also had a tax collector. So the question is, Dina de Dina. How are you allowed, of all of these questions, the question the Gemara is most perplexed by is, how are you allowed to lie to a tax collector? How are you allowed to evade taxes? You can't, you can't evade taxes, right? He's not going to kill you. He's not even going to beat you up. That's just, you're not allowed to lie to, to on your, cheat on your tax return, right? And, and, and there's no, nobody, nobody's coming to kill you. And there's Dina de Machusa Dina, right? You have no right to do that. Um, the Ran here is world famous because the Ran, when it says Omen Omen says the Din Dimachus Adina is gives a Svara only works in Chutzlarts because 
ha'aretz shelo v'yachal omer if imlotasu mitzvos ha'ikarish eschem in ha'aretz. Aval b'mach Yisrael love l'fish eretz Yisrael kol Yisrael should toughen ba. Then when it comes to chutz la'aretz, we're guests, and a guest uh, has and, and and a king has a right right to ask the guest to leave if he doesn't pay the taxes. But it's a svara. That's a it's a it's an interesting svara. But that's why you have to follow dina the mechus dina. So the Ran, if you look, see what it says, uh, the Gemara, is, it's the last wide line. And then from there, you've got to go down, eight, like eight lines. The second Bemochas is the one. Bemochas love the second one. Right. So the Ran is quoting Tosfos. You see that? The Dafka Bemalchus of the Kachavim, Amar Dedina Demachus Adina. So that's a world famous Ran. That uh, a lot of people rely on to not pay taxes in Israel, whatever. I have a story, right? right? That's what it's saying. It's saying in Eretz Yisrael, that's your land, and in, in Sefer Yeshua, as we mentioned last week, that land was divided for everybody. So Dina de Dina, you know, you don't have to worry because it's your land anyway. So you're not really a guest. That's your home. That's our homeland. So since they can't kick you out, that would be the only reason you'd have to pay taxes. Or if Shechter uh, Shlita, right? Clearly says that it's this is not talking about taxes like municipal taxes that you need to pay to pave the roads and clean the streets, right? And 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 supply water, <laughs> water supply to the people, right? That is a thing that we all share, just like we would share in a co-op, right? Or in any shutfus where we all need to put it, or in a shul for that matter, with membership, where we all need to pay our due in order for the whole, the thing to function. It's clear that there was a tax, as we'll see in the Gemara, that was just purely for intimidation or to take advantage of people. That's a different thing. So Baruch Hashem, that should never happen in Eretz Yisrael. But to apply this to like income tax that goes to pay to, to keep us safe and to keep the water running in the streets is ridiculous, according to uh, Rav Shechter. And Dina de Melchus Adina certainly um, is something that, uh, in, th- in that context, certainly would apply. But... You know, anything can be applied or misapplied, as we see from these very killers who are so firm in their own right. So, be that as it may, that was the question. What's with this tax collector, right? Why would, how, what would give you the right to lie to the tax collector? Says the Gemara, Yeah. This is not, we're not talking about a tax collector that's coming to get your income tax. He's talking about a guy who's trying to torture you. Right? There's no limit to what he's collecting. He's not trying to get right a whatever the percent of the income tax is. It's not what he's going after. He's going after all your money. He's trying to bring you down. It's not, it's not the kind of taxes that we talk about from the IRS. Okay? Or alternatively, Yeah, one of these not really, appoint, not really appointed by the government. He's appointing himself. A self-appointed tax collector that's basically a fraud. So, of course, he's just trying to harass you. It's not a real thing. And therefore, there is no element of Dina de Melchus Adina there. Right? He has no authority to do that. Okay. So now, two dots, 11 lines down. So he said it refers to the treasury. So Gamar asks, how does this Right, um, how does this conversation with the loan shark go? So let's break it down like a fraction. How, how, how does the conversation go? So let's say the guy says, All the fruit in the world will always be usher to me 
if this money doesn't belong to the treasury. Okay? So the Gemara says, In other words, what be the Havamina? In other words, we're all saying that that's okay, because that it's okay that he said that, because he was trying to save his skin, and it was exaggerated. But the Gemara asks, would it ever be not okay? In other words, it's surely what the Havamina of the Mishnah was, because, because that is a nether of Zerizus, that is a nonsensical nether that he never could have possibly meant in the first place. Right? Because he's not going to Asser all all fruits all produce to himself forever. So that's that because we know that he doesn't mean that that would not take effect. So the Gemara says no. But Omer Hayom, it's an interesting ukimta here where he's saying it under his breath, as we will see, he's saying Hayom. Today I'm not going to eat fruit. So it says the Gemara. Either Kamar Hayom, Moches. Well, that's not a very impressive. That's not a very imp- <laughs> impressive nether in the first place. He says, the lunch shark comes, he says, and he says, no, 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 but this is true, but you don't want it. And by the way, I'm going to be on a diet for the next three hours if I'm not, if, if I'm not telling you the truth. Uh, that's not so impressive. You know, I still know that you're lying. So that can't be the case either because that wouldn't get him out of his pickle, as it were. So Gemara says, no. What the case is, but Omer Belibo Hayom, sort of like under his breath or in his heart, as it were. Umoti of Stam. Whoa, fascinating. He's telling it to the guy in order to impress him as if it's forever, right? He's making the nether stam, so to speak, with no qualifications. And even though it's true, so, so then the Chiddush says, wait a minute, he's saying he's the actual bitu fasaim, right? The actual expression of his words is with no qualifications. And what? We count what's in his heart as being real? That sounds insane. That sounds nonsensical. What does that even mean? The dharm require verbal exp- uh, expression. And so the Gemara says, even though, we understand, right? If you just said it inside your head and you didn't express it, it normally doesn't count for nothing. Lagabe onsen shiny. That's the case. It's a fascinating balance, right? Because we need a chiddush and the chiddush is that it works, right? For one day, but not further. In other words, the, the, the loan shark doesn't know that in your heart you forbade, you forbade yourself for one day, right? And yet, you do in fact, right, qualify it as only being for one day. And that's the Chiddush, that you can use a full nether to convince a loan shark of the truth of your claim, right? And you're not bound at all to the meaning, you know, that you're trying to, to give him. However, right, it, it has to be significant enough, right, to, to impress him. But it also has to be realistic enough to be a chiddish with, regard, with regards to nedra zrizus. That's what we're saying. In other words, it's always true that if you said, all right, a fruit will always be usher to me, that that will be nonsensical. That's always going to be true. But that won't be true for the reasons that we're mentioning as a chiddish in our Mishnah. Right, that would be true because that's a nether zrizus as the previous categories that we said. That we know that that's a nonsensical nether. There has to be some extra wrinkle here that makes it even true in our mission. And the extra wrinkle is is that devarim shibalev has this element of legitimacy where you had in mind, so to speak, without expressing it, something legitimate, and even that gets thrown out. That's the chiddush. Wow. Okay. So again, a lot of lumbus here. Clearly, right. Um, Fine. Now, the two dots in the middle of the page. Uh, now we get to all the machloks in Beicham and Beisila, where, again, Beisila said blanketly, you can volunteer information, you can make a shvua, it's all going to get thrown out. 
Whereas Beit Shammai is going to hold you to the details. You, keep, you have to stick to the script. You cannot, don't volunteer anything and keep it only in there. Says the Gemara. Beit Shammai, Oymir b'mashahu madiro, Ubezil Oymir b'mashahu madiro. So it just quotes what we said in our Mishnah, right, that Basil is even going to let you off for those things that you volunteered. Ketzad. And what was the case? As we said in the Mishnah, and you say, I'm making a nether that my wife should not have benefit from me. And that's what the loan shark asked him to say. And his response was, not just on my wife, but on my wife and children. So, that's a quote of the Mishnah, right? The Bechama is going to say that only the wife is going to be. Uh, but you somehow by volunteering your children, you put them under oath, uh, under in, in your nether, and you're gonna, they're not going to be mutter to you. And basically, says all of it's going to be mutter to you because you didn't mean any of it. So now the Gemara is going to record a brisa that's a little bit relevant to this. I'm a Ravuna, ton of right? So the brisa says that the Beit says you shouldn't volunteer a shvua. So you see, Barry, what's going to happen here? I'll say it outside first. The Bryce's language takes a couple of these factors and puts them together, and the, the Gemara is going to try to be medayik. Wait, so is Beit Shammai saying that's only if you volunteer with a shvua? And the answer I'm going to give away at the end of the Gemara is going to be that that the Bryce is lav dafka. It's trying to teach you the koach the the koach of of Beit Shammai, and then conversely the koach of Beis Hillel by combining all of these together. But don't make a diuk that. Because just because in the Bryce that says Beit Shammai says that you volunteer and you did a Shavuah, don't make a deal that it's not like our Mishnah. Because it is. There's multiple factors and we're just kind of mushing them together in the Bryce, which is to say that our Mishnah is clearer. So as following. So in the case of the Bryce, Beit Shammai is volunteering and making Shavuah. And Beit is saying even if you volunteer it and you make a Shavuah, it's going to be Right, considered not uh, thrown out. Now we're trying to make a diuk. We're saying, what does that mean? That according to Beit Shammai, that it's only with Shua that he shouldn't volunteer. But you can volunteer with a neder, unlike the way he says in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says Beit Shammai says even with a neder you shouldn't volunteer. And furthermore, and what about right volunteering b'shvua? You could say that that's what you cannot do, but you can make a, a nether uh, if the robber, right, is demanding it. You can make a shvur as well. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Our mission is talking about the machlokas being by nether to teach you the koch of Beit Shammai, that even by a nether, if you volunteer even a nether, according to Beit Shammai, we're going to hold you to it. That's a, that's a quite, right, a chumar of Beit Shammai. And the Bryce of Shavuot is talking about Shavuot over here to teach you the, that Beisilel, the power of the Heter over here, Beisilel, is that even by a Shavuot, right, you're going to be, right, you're, you're not going to be held accountable to it. But again, right, uh, you can't infer from the Bryce, it's just the way that the Bryce is, is written um, relative to the Mishnah, but all the Lachas are the same, where Beisilel is going to Right, count whether it's a shvua or it is volunteered or any or you add on information. All those things are going to be not accountable for Beis Hillel and yes, accountable for Beit Shammai. And finally, a, a, diff, a, a different resolution before the Mishnah. It's really it's a totally different machlokas as the Rush explains. Simply about whether there's coercion 
uh, not, uh, excuse me, not about like our mission has with regards to loan shark and coercion, but rather about shvuah itself. Whether uh, you could ever, right, release yourself of a shvuah or not. Again, the issue as we discussed in the beginning, this issue of loy nakeh, right, once you said the words, you can't take, you can never put that toothpaste back in the tube. And so is that something that's undoable? So you can understand why Beit would say, you made the shvuah, like I don't know what to tell you. Right, that's never do. You, that's that can never be undone, and that is the topic of the brisa according to Ravashi. Right, and it has nothing to do. You're not trying to compare it to, even though it sounds like it has all the elements of our Mishnah. It's really talking about a different topic, says the Rush. Uh, that's how he explains this Ravashi in the Gemara. That even though it has all the elements of our Mishnah, it's really talking specifically about Shavuah, and that's why it brought up Shavuah. And again, the Machlokas would be where Beit Shammai would say. You cannot undo a shvua once you said it. And Ms. Hill says that in the proper in, uh, context, you could, even if it's a shvua. Fine. So now we're in the mission at the bottom of Chavches uh, Aleph. And the mission says like this. The Mishnah picks up in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> what's happening? So the, uh, what's happening is like this. And we have to read. I'll tell you already now what the Gemara says is happening, because otherwise none of these words make sense. So the, the conversation in context is, and then we'll read it in the Gemara, trees, there's a hurricane, trees are flying everywhere. And what you're really trying to say is, right, that tree is a goner. And the language, however, that he said it, and again, we're not in this culture, but you say, oh, I'll be, right, that those trees, those, those will be a korban. I'll bring them as a, a korban, right? I'll donate it to, to the base of Mikdash, right, as a korban. You know, um, or, or to use for, to change into, right? I'm going to make it hectish, basically, right? Making it hectish, and the base of Mikdash will either use it to buy a korban, that might be what you mean. Maybe they mean it, you'll use it as, as firewood for the korban. That's already going to be a little bit more of the discussion tomorrow. But the bottom line is you make it hectish, right? You make a nether that you're making this hectish if these trees, right, are going to still survive this storm. What you're really meaning to say, it seems, is that these trees are never going to make it, right? This, this hurricane is blowing cars off the road and into the ocean. So these trees are goners. But that's what you're trying to say. But of course, you're saying it in this unusual nether language where you're being makdish them if they survive. Okay. So if you said that, if they don't right, fall, uh, fly away, or similarly, and again, the Gemara will explain, there's a fire. <laughs> And you see clothing in a fire, talus in a fire, and you say, I'll, I'll be makdish that if this doesn't get burned up in this fire. Fine. Yesh lahim pidyon. So if, in fact, right, um, the condition is fulfilled, which is to say, the talus survives, the trees survive the hurricane, the talus survives the flames. So then, yesh lahim pidyon, the Gemara will ask why we use this language. Yesh lahim pidyon means that they become, in fact, hekdesh. Right, you only have to redeem that which is hektish. Right, chulin don't have to be, have pidyon. So we'll see why he uses this language. But it, language is indicating that netter worked. So again, you say this fire is going to burn up this thing. This hurricane is going to fly it away, and if not, it's going to be hektish. Sure enough, the fire subsides, the hurricane subsides, the trees and the and the talus are fully intact. They become hektish. That you made the netter. That's why it works. And the chiddush is that even though you probably were just trying to exaggerate the fact that this. Talus and this tree are, are goner, and that's what it has to do with the previous Mishnah, as we'll see. But even though you were probably trying to indicate that, we're going to take you seriously. We're not going to get you out of this nether. That nether takes effect, 
and it's still hakdesh. Okay. However, if you say uh, this, I'm only going to give them as a korban until the, these trees fly away, or or this talus is going to be a korban until it's nisraf, then as we turn to Chav Chesem and Beis, then the Gemara will explain why those don't have to be undone. So be that as may, doing the Gemara, says like this, says the Gemara, the Gemara says, why is the Mishnah saying, yesh lahim pidyon, ain lahim pidyon? Just say, it's, it's Kodesh, it's not Kodesh. Because that is in fact what we're trying to say. So why are we using this language of pidyon? Says the Gemara, as we'll, we'll see, the safe of the Mishnah has to use this Lashon of Pidyon. This does have to do with what was uh, discussed tomorrow, the interplay of Kedusha Soguf and Korban, why Pidyon is the Lashon, but for now you're going to have to trust me, Barry, that, it's gonna, that the Sefer has to include Pidyon, and it's to make that language parallel. That's why we use it. Fine. But now we're going to say, Hechi Nadar, what exactly did the Nether look like? Right? It says, Right, so the Gemara says, Amar Meimar, but Omar im ena niktasas hayom. Right, now wait a minute, what's hechi nadar? So you have to look. The Tosfos in the Ran says, what he means is like this. He says, if trees, if trees fall, then I'm not going to be, if, if the trees, um, right, then it's going to be hektish, right? Well, the trees are for sure eventually going to fall, because as, as the Ran says, all trees eventually fall. So now I'll say it outside again. It's a hurricane, and he's saying if they don't survive this hurricane, that's going to be the answer. It's almost like an, an interesting havamina. The havamina was this tree is never going to fall, and it's like forever. But that's not really what it means. It means it's a major hurricane, and because I described to you, it's hard to even understand what the question is. It, and, and it parallels it to the talus, because with the talus, there was a fire. So just like the fire is something that's just for a short time, and it's just a question of whether it'll survive that period, time period, the Gemara's going to say, that's going to be the case here, even with the trees. It's not just the trees, Stam, it's trees and hurricane. That's what the Gemara answers. Maybe it means if it doesn't fall today. So says the Gemara, if, that, if it's just a question of today, and the, you know, it's, a, it's this gentle breeze, then why is it necessary to say that it's, it's hectish? Puta, it's obvious. You made and they say, if the trees survive the day, then they're, I'm being makdash them. Of course you're being makdash them. That's how that hektash works. Elamai says, the Gemara, lo, tzricha kagon de'ika zika nefisha. Yeah, there's a big time hurricane. So now there's a big time hurricane. The Mishra's teaching you that even though you made the nether with the expectation that this wild hurricane would rip the trees apart, uh, and, and you were just saying that I think these trees are goners, so, and even though your intention was not really to make the net there, but for the trees to fall apart, you set the condition in place. It's reasonable enough that the trees survived the hurricane to now obligate you to the hectic that you had promised. That's what the mission is saying. And now the mission is going to corroborate that by comparing it to the talus as follows, says the Gemar. Right? And that's what we say according to the talus. What? We say the talus was straight for Kaima? After all, what was the case of the talus? The talus was if this talus doesn't get burned up. Well, it doesn't just um, immediately, just doesn't just combust out of nowhere, right? It would have to be, obviously, a case where the talus is in the fire, says the Gemara. <coughs> right? The answer is in Kigonda Ikadleka. It has to be where there was a fire and the talus was in the fire and you said, I don't think this talus is going to make it. 
And that's the parallel to the case of the trees where there's a hurricane. And it is in that case that when you make the nether, the nether, the chiddush is that the nether is going to count even though you had, uh, if you had asked the meteorologist, they would say hey, this tree is probably going to fly away. Right? As it turns out, it didn't fly away and it's reasonable enough that it's, that it's stuck around and it didn't fly away that the nether is going to count. So then the Gemara says, You might have assumed Right, well, you might have said, and it just spells it out, that you thought that the talus and the tree were not going to survive these conditions, and that's the only reason that you made the ned there, thinking that you weren't going to have to be makdish. You were trying to be cool, Barry. You were trying to make uh, a ned there for emphasis, to say, yeah, I'm a smart guy. I know that this talus is not going to make this fire, and, or that this tree is not going to survive this hurricane. And that's why you made the ned there. So even though you didn't really have Full intention of Hekdesh, Kamash, Malan, the Mishnah is teaching you a Chiddush. That even though in many cases in the Dharim, we try to figure out what you said, right? And we try to say, oh, if that's what you meant, then we're going to hold you to it. Uh, and sometimes we, we do and sometimes we don't. In this case, we do. In other words, even though we assume that you did not mean to make this nether, it's plausible enough that the nether, right, should have been right, taken seriously because it's plausible enough that the talus and the trees would survive, that we actually hold you to it, right? That once they survive the wind and the flames, they're hectish, <coughs> and that is how it fits with our parak, that sometimes we're going to hold you to it, and sometimes we do not. And so let's resume tomorrow uh, at the two dots, four lines up from the bottom of Chavches Amin Beis.